When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Monday, August 8th. I'm your host, Doug Reed. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D 34. This is Sports Ethos presentation. And if you haven't checked us out yet, go to sportsethos.com. It's our website. And you can see lots of free information, lots of regular podcasts. We're now going daily at Fantasy Football Podcast. We've been going daily all summer with our fantasy baseball podcast. Uh, lots of articles, lots of pieces there. You can see all our packages as well. I'm part of the way you can get our wager pass for 15 bucks a month. Handicap uh, right now, obviously mainly baseball, tennis, and Aussie rules football. Going to ramp up um, NFL football, college football, and then basketball and hockey as we get into the fall. But lots of stuff going on. Uh, Sports Ethos is really exploding in a positive way. But we've kept all our packages very cheap. So I, um, they're reasonably priced. I, just, I recommend you check them out. Check it out. Lots of value there. Lots of free stuff you can read as well. Um, today in baseball, short slate, just seven games as we hit, start to hit the dog days of summer in August. So I'm going to go through them. The other thing is I don't think I have a side or total. I've got some leans for sure. Um, but mainly today, it's just props. There's some uh, bad pitching matchups, bad offenses going against each other. You know, after this trade deadline, you've got teams like the Nationals. Uh, I don't even know who they're fielding. Well, I mean, I know who they're fielding, but it's like they're throwing out a quad A team. And, you know, they've got Annabelle Sanchez, a pitcher on the mound, uh, who is, you know, next to next to Patrick Corbin almost in the fade train. So how do you handicap a game like that? They're going against the Cubs. I'll get to that game later, but it's just just tough, I think, uh, on a slate like this when you don't have a lot of good matchups, you got a lot of bad teams. And uh, so instead, I pivoted to some props, which I'm going to get into. But let's start off. First game of the night. We have – let me just pull up on the boards here. We have the Jays in Baltimore to face the Orioles in this AL East series. You can get Yusei Kikuchi on the hill, the lefty for the Jays at minus 140 on the money line. You get Jordan Lyles at home, the righty for the O's at plus 120. Total here is 9.5, so lots of runs expected to be scored. Juice to the under, though, at minus 115. And you get the Jays in the run line at plus 110. If anything, I would probably look to the plus 110 for the Jays because uh, they have the ability to put up Numbers even in Camden Yards with those fences moved back. Kikuchi comes in the season 74 innings, 4.86 ERA, 1.47 whip, 43 walks, and 84 strikeouts. Another side, Lyles 124 and two thirds innings, 4.4 ERA, 1.43 whip, 41 walks, and 104 strikeouts. Now, Kikuchi is just back uh, from about, well, he was out for, I guess, a few weeks. Um, his last outing, good but not great against Tampa. Four innings, three hits, two earned runs, a walk, and five strikeouts. Uh, he's only given up one earned run in three of his last four outings. The one, oddly enough, where he got hit a little was against Oakland, two in the third, and he gave up four earned runs. On the flip side of that, 
Um, Lyles is pitching well. He's given up one earned run against Texas and six and a third his last time out against Tampa, five and two thirds, no earned runs. So both these guys are doing all right lately. I just don't have a lot of faith uh, in them. I don't have a lot of faith in anybody being able to hold down the Jays the way that their lineup's hitting. And the Orioles, although trading off a few parts, I think have a weaker lineup. So if anything, I'd lean the Jays. Not really sure I want to lay 140 with Kikuchi, uh, which kind of scares me. Um, so maybe catch the run line at plus 110. But nothing really for me there. Next game of the night, we head to New York, and Cincinnati's in town. You get the Reds at plus 290 with young Justin Dunn on the hill. First game of the year for him. Uh, he came from the or uh, the Mariners organization a couple years ago, so not really sure what to expect from him. Uh, you can get the home Mets off their big series win against the Braves and Chris Bassett on the hill at minus 370. Total here is nine, just the over, minus 115. You can get... Yes, this line's almost comical. You can get the Mets run line at minus 170. Uh, so I think I'd be looking for an alt run line if I were on anything there. I'm not going to lay I'm not going to lay 370 on a link in any game, and I'm not going to lay 170 on a run line. You know, there might be some, you can make an argument, a very good argument. There's value on the Reds here at, mine, at, at plus 290. Uh, Bassett actually has has been good this year, but his last few outings he hasn't been great. I only know that because I was on a couple strikeout props. Uh, which he didn't hit. On the season, Bassett, 122 innings, 3.61 ERA, 1.12 whip. So very solid numbers. 33 walks, 121 strikeouts. Um, but his last couple of outings, well, his last outing against Washington, but uh, you, me, and a few friends could probably uh, shut down Washington these days. Seven innings, six hits, no earned runs, a walk, and four strikeouts. Probably that against Miami, not a strong offense. Six innings, four earned runs. San Diego, seven innings, two earned runs before that. Uh, with 11 strikeouts. So he's doing well. I stand corrected there a little. He's been doing well, but he hasn't been striking out as many guys. That's what, that's, that's what I was thinking of. Against Washington, seven innings, just four strikeouts. Against Miami, six innings, just two strikeouts. So uh, you got to back Bassett. you got to back the Mets the way they're playing, but you can't back them at 370. So there might be some value on the Reds at plus 290. And I might sit here and tell you tomorrow that you should have done that after a big win, but I just can't back them. Justin Dunn uh, doesn't have great career numbers. And... Would he pitch 50 innings last year, 37 hits, 29 walks, 49 strikeouts, 3.75 ERA. Um, so decent numbers, but maybe goes three or four innings. I can't really see him slowing down the Mets these days, but can't touch that. And then the number of nine, juice to the over, minus 115. Uh, I just don't know the Reds can put up numbers against Bassett. You know, the the, the Mets can go out and win by four or five. Um, but... You know, do the Reds put up three or four to get that number close? I'm not sure they do. So another stay away from me on this slate. Next game of the night is in Chicago in the Windy City. I think the wind is actually blowing in a little, uh, which made me pause. However, uh, you get the Nats in town behind Annabelle Sanchez, and you get them at plus 165. And you can get Keegan Thompson for the home Cubs at minus 185. So Sanchez comes in pretty small sample size, just four games, all losses, 20 innings, 7.65 ERA, 1.5 whip. He's putting a runner and a half on base every inning. Nine walks, 15 strikeouts. Keegan Thompson on the side, 93 innings, 3.48 ERA, 1.27 whip, 31 walks, 83 strikeouts. What I was on in this game, so... Nats come in at plus 165. I, I don't know if I'm going to be, back, be able to back them at all, uh, even on a money line the rest of the year. Uh, I would I like, I like, would lean towards Thompson and the Cubs, but not at minus 185. Total here is 7.5, which I'm a little surprised. And that, that's got to be the wind. That is definitely the wind blowing in. Um, Juice to the over at minus 120. And the 
run line for the Cubbies is plus 115. That's probably some value at plus 115. And I'd actually look to the over, and, I, and I'm going to explain in a second why. Uh, the over, it's uh, well, juice down to minus 120 at over 7.5. What I'm on here is the Cubs' first five over 2.5. And the reason being, Sanchez has pitched four games this year. Like I said, 20 innings, 21 hits, 17 earned runs, nine walks, 15 strikeouts. Giving up six home runs. So I realize the wind's blowing in, uh, but 20 innings, he's given up a hit and inning, a walk basically every second inning, 20 innings, nine walks, and 17 earned runs, 18 runs, 17 earned runs. So just under a run and inning on 7.65 ERA. And quickly to go over those lines, the last outing against the Mets, four and a third, Five runs, four earned runs. Against St. Louis, five and two-thirds, six earned runs. Against Arizona, three, uh, five innings, three earned runs. Against Atlanta, five innings, four earned runs. So Atlanta and St. Louis are good teams, but he got hammered. He gave up five, six, and four earned runs against them. Arizona's not a good team. In five innings, gave up six hits, three earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Uh, giving up a homer in every game and gave up two to St. Louis and two to Atlanta. So sure, the bottles not, might not be flying, flying out with the wind blowing in. Uh, if it is, which I believe it is slightly. However, I just think Sanchez is going to give up too many hits, too many runners, and I'll take the Cubbies over two and a half. I got it plus 110, and um, you can put a unit and a half on that. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to roll against Sanchez. This starts to work. Might be a bit of a fade Annabelle Sanchez train going on. Um, I'm also on, or looking at at least, the Sanchez under 16 and a half out. So he has to go under five and two-thirds innings. And... Uh, he's done that once this year. So his, his innings, 4.1 against the Mets, 5.2 against St. Louis, 5 against Arizona, 5 against Atlanta. And he's pitched in those games, 97 pitches, 108 pitches, 93 pitches, and 90. So they're they're doing the Patrick Corbin thing. They're paying this guy clearly nowhere near what they're paying Corbin. They're throwing him out there saying, we're going to lose. Somebody's got to take it for the team. Uh, go get him, buddy. So they're going 90-plus innings. Sorry, 90-plus pitches with him. He's getting hit, but he's going right around that five-inning mark. So I'm on uh, – I think I'm going to be on the under 16-and-a-half outs for Annabelle Sanchez. Next game of the night, we travel out west, and we get the LA Angels against Oakland. This could be a tough series to watch, let's be honest. You can get um, – just pulling out my starters here. You can get for the Angels, Jose Suarez on the mound, the lefty. You can get them at plus 105. And the home A's throw out Cole Irvin. You can get him at minus 125. Total here is seven and a half. So not a lot of runs expected to be scored. And I think that's a statement more towards the hitting than the pitching. Uh, you can get the home A's on the run line at plus 170. And Suarez comes in 55 and a third innings, 4.55 ERA, 1.48 whip, 25 walks, 53 strikeouts. Kohler, 115 innings, 3.05 ERA, 1.06 whips. Pretty solid numbers. 23 walks and 78 strikeouts. What I am on in this game is another outs prop for Suarez. And it's the under 16 and a half uh, outs. So he's got to go less than five and two-thirds innings. I got that around minus 120. And when I look at his numbers, he's started 10 games, and he has gone under that in all 10 games. He's only gone over five innings in three of ten starts. He did have one out against Seattle where he, where he pitched six innings, but he came in and, um, as a follower. So he came in from like the second to the seventh, I think it was. Um, but other than that, ten for ten, he's gone under this prop. And most recently, 
against the same Oakland A's, five innings. So you look at this line, five innings, five hits, one run, zero in runs, two walks, five strikeouts. That's a pretty good line. Why is he only going five innings? Well, 91 pitches. And I said earlier, he's almost got a one and a half whip. So he's just putting too many base runners on, just throwing too many pitches. Proud of that. Five and a third innings against KC. Three hits, no earned runs, a walk, and three strikeouts. So his last two games, he's given up zero earned runs, but he's went five and five and a third innings. Proud of that against Dodgers, three and two thirds, uh, six earned runs. It's the Dodgers. Proud of a game before that on July 10th, three and two thirds against Baltimore, three hits, four earned runs. Houston before that, four and two thirds. Seattle before that, four, four and a third. Boston before that, uh, a struggling Boston team, five innings. So, but I hearken back, I go back to, the, to, to his last two games. Look like good starts. Good, you know, five innings and 5.1 innings, zero runs and zero earned runs in both. Um, but he's just throwing too many pitches and he's too, um, too wild, putting too many guys on base. So I'm going to go under the 16 and a half outs prop. Um, so under five and two thirds innings, he's, he's going to go for Suarez in that game. Next game of the night, third last game, we're in Arizona where the D-backs are hosting the Pirates. And I actually think this game could be a little tough to watch as well. Although Gallon's pitching, so he's always an interesting. When he's on, he's great. When he's off, he is uh, quite off. So for the Pirates, we get Tyler Beater, which I'm pretty sure will be an opener. Uh, you can get them plus 205. You get Zach Gallon, the righty, on the hill for the D-backs, minus 245. Total here is eight juice to the over at minus 115. And the run line for the D-backs, you can get them at minus 120. We have um, BD's only pitched 30 and two-thirds innings. 2.64 ERA, 1.14 whip, 11 walks, 30 strikeouts, but I don't think he started. He might have started one game. Uh, Gallon, on the other hand, 111 inning, 111 and a third innings, 3.31 ERA, 1.04 whip, 32 walks, 106 strikeouts. So I like the D-backs, I like Gallon, but not at minus 245. I mean, you could say that there's some value on the Pirates at plus 205. Um, but their bullpen hasn't been that strong. So you take out BD after an inning or two, and then what do you get behind a Bedner? Their closers on the DL. Uh, I think Will Crow stepped up and done fairly well. But regardless, not a lot of faith in their bullpen to go seven or eight innings in this game. And the total here is eight, but again, not a lot of faith in either offense. The Pirates' offense to get the gallon, and then Arizona, even if they're picking on the bullpen a little, are they going to score five or six, maybe seven runs? I doubt it. So probably stay away on this game for me. Next game is in San Diego for an NL West battle. And we get Alex Wood, the lefty, on the hill for the Giants. They were in town. You can get them at plus 160. We get Blake Snell for the Potters at minus 180. Total here is 7.5. Juiced evenly to minus 110 on both sides. And you get the home Padres coming in after their crushing um, thumping by the Dodgers. Uh, you can get them on the run line at plus 115. Now, Wood comes in 106 innings pitched. 4.42 ERA, 1.25 whip, 26 walks, 105 strikeouts. Snell, on the other hand, had not been down year, but seems to have turned it around. He's had a few good outings. We'll get to that in a second. But 67 innings, so not a huge year for him uh, because of his injury. 67 innings, 4.146 ERA, 1.33 whip, 34 walks, 87 strikeouts. But more recently, when you pull up his numbers, he's had a bit of a run. He's finally doing his Blake Snell things. Uh, his last few outings against Colorado, six innings, four hits, one earned run, no walks, nine strikeouts. Against the Twins before that, six innings, four hits, an earned run, a walk, and seven strikeouts. Against the Mets, impressive outing, five innings, four hits, no walk, 
no earned runs, two walks, five strikeouts. So we have noticed he's given up two earned runs in his last three three starts, which are 17 innings, but he's also only walked three guys. So on the season, he's got 67 innings pitched, but he's walked 34 batters. If Blake Snell can control that, he is a very good pitcher. Problem is you never know if he can. Now the Giants have struggled. The Giants hit lefties better. So you may look at the money line and say plus 160, there's probably some value there. But the Giants' bats have just been so cold and so inconsistent. You know, if, if I if I knew Blake Snell was going to have a bad outing like he had, he has had many times earlier this year, I'd maybe consider that. But he's been pitching well. And as I look deeper in his line, in his last six starts, he's allowed – he had one blow up at Colorado, three and two-thirds, five earned runs. Uh, so that happens to everybody. But other than that, in five of his six starts, he's allowed – Sorry, four of his six starts, he's allowed one earned run. And one of the other start, he allowed zero earned runs. So he hasn't been pitching well against Colorado, Minnesota, at New York, at Colorado, against these same Giants, and then against um, against Dodgers. So he's faced the Giants just once this year, six innings, three hits, an earned run, two walks, and 11 strikeouts. Um, can you repeat that performance? I'm not really sure, but I'm not going to back them at minus 180. The Padres and their bats, which everybody's jumping on, uh, I think flip price are getting a little inflated. But that run line at plus 115 might be the deal uh, if you're looking to play this game. So last game of the night, and I do have a couple uh, plays on that one, is in Seattle where the Mariners are in town. And you can get uh, the Yankees behind Jameson Tyon at minus 110. And you get the Mariners behind Reddy Logan Gilbert at minus 110. So basically a coin flip. Total here is at 8, juice to the under, minus 115. If anything, I would lean to the over in this game. I know the Yankees are struggling, but they're still the Yankees, and Tyon has been struggling, so the Yankees could probably put up a few runs. You can get the Yankees on the run line at plus 150. Don't think I'll be touching that. But what I am on is Seattle first five over one and a half runs. Got that at about minus 135, so shop that around a little bit. Uh, first five, they basically got to get two runs in the first um five innings and then also i've got the game total first five over four got that at minus 115 so tyan has struggled recently uh yeah he got off to a good start but he's been pretty mediocre uh recently these these two teams faced each other and these two pitchers faced each other um what six days ago now and tyan went four and two-thirds just two hits Six runs, five runs, four walks, six strikeouts, gave up two homers. Got hit hard and hit hard early. The flip side, Gilbert went five and a third, gave up seven hits, six earned runs, four walks, two strikeouts, but he gave up all those runs in the first five innings, I think. Well, he, he gave up – yeah, I think he gave up all of them. Um, let me just pull that game log up. I think they were – he gave up um, – no, I'm sorry. He gave up three in the fourth and then three in the sixth inning. I think a reliever gave up a few of those runs. But regardless, they both got hit. They both got hit hard. And the reason I'm on the first five for the game over, uh, Gilbert has pitched well, but he's, re- he's, he's, he's pitched against some good competition lately, but he's been giving up a few more hits and a few more runs. And the Yankees are the Yankees. As cold as they may be, they can still get to anybody for a couple runs. And really, all, both teams get to two, two each. It's a push. One of them put three on the board. Uh, it's a cover for the first five. And tie on, prior to that, prior to that uh, Seattle outing against Kansas City, Good game, six innings, no earned runs. But against Baltimore, two and two-thirds, uh, four hits, two earned runs. Against Boston, who's been struggling, he went six innings, one earned run. But but a week before that, he, he also went five innings, six earned runs against Boston. At Pittsburgh before that, five and a third. This is back in early July, five and a third, 
five earned runs. At Oakland before that, five innings, three earned runs. So I think he's slowing down. He seems to be slowing down. You know, decent out against Kansas City recently, but um, Kansas City can be had at any time, I believe. I know they've been doing well lately, uh, but shutting them down doesn't mean you're back as far as I'm concerned. So it's kind of a bet against Tyon in general, and then a bet that the Yanks bats can put up a run or two. So I'm going to go first five Seattle over one and a half, and I'm going to be on the game total over first five over four. So quick rundown of today's, today's slate. Uh, again, like I said, I just couldn't find any real value in any of the lines or the totals. Uh, so pivoted to some props. So we have some action out there. Hope everybody found something they like. Tomorrow's a bigger slate, so hopefully there'll be a lot more things to look at. But before we go, uh, I do want to remind you of our partners at Manscaped. If you haven't already, go to manscaped.com. Use the checkout. When you check out, use the coupon code HOOPBALL20. That's HOOPBALL20. And get 20% off your order and free shipping. So, as I said earlier, if you haven't checked out sportsethos.com, please do. A lot of interesting stuff there for free and some really reasonable packages. And if you haven't yet, please follow me on Twitter. It's Doug underscore Reed 34. Always looking for feedback, comments, um, and interaction. Send me a a note, uh, a DM. We can chat in there. If I haven't explained anything or you want further clarification or any ideas for future shows, always happy to chat. So, enjoy the night. Short slate, interesting plays, I think, some fun props, and let's make some money, and we will chat tomorrow. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.